Dan Mack is back, and this year she has sought out the best customer-centric thought leaders from around the world. Are you after practical, accessible, and customer-centric marketing? You're in the right place. Sit back and enjoy Dan's small business podcast. For more information, go to www.daniellemckinnis.com or visit www.mckinnismarketing.com.au. So much for joining me, so I hope my voice holds out. But um, I really, no, I really enjoyed reading your book, and um, I, I just enjoyed actually going through the exercise myself of um, the brand, the brand blueprint that you have in it. Can you tell yeah, us right. a little bit about, you know, how the book came about and and um, and your philosophy behind it? Sure, sure. Um, well, I. I was a market, I worked in marketing for a long time. I was actually a, I started my career as a creative director for eight years um, for different um, um, capital city radio stations around Australia, and then had a range of marketing management positions. Um, the last one was with Airlink, which was Qantas's largest regional airline, and that's now um, amalgamated into QantasLink. And um, when I left there, I thought I, I was starting my own marketing consultancy. And I'd go into businesses and try find that they didn't have their business side of things organised to actually, you know, launch a marketing um, strategy off. Yeah. So I found myself also doing business consulting first um, and then marketing consulting on top of that. And um, in that time, um, so I, I was a consultant for 13 years helping businesses um, develop their business and marketing strategies. And in that time, off to the side, I was also studying energy therapy. And, um, and energy therapy is based on the belief that we're not just a physical body, but we're also an energetic body. Mm-hmm. So if you look at um, Indian culture, Chinese culture, they all believe in the energetic body and the, and the health of your energetic system actually determines the health of your physical system. So a lot of modalities um, work on your energy body. Um, one of those, you know, Reiki, pranic healing, one, and another one is acupuncture. Mm-hmm. That actually doesn't work on your physical body. It works on your energetic body and um, the, the acupuncturist puts needles in your meridians, which are basically the veins for your energy throughout your body and that unblocks any energy blocks you might have. So you have a healthy energetic system to feed a healthy physical body. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I was studying energy therapy, this particular type. Um, It's called Integrated Therapeutic Alignment here in Perth. I've been studying that for seven years. And my teacher um, was was talking to us about energy and my partner at the time was a quantum physicist. So he used to bring in great photos of how energy actually looked under infrared photography. yeah, so I studied with this. Um, um, I studied with this lady, Melanie Ryan, and her partner at the time was a quantum physicist. So, as she was telling us about energy, he was showing us um, how the energy looked under infrared photography, and um, yeah, brought in you know the physics of energy as well into the scenario, which I found really fascinating. So I was sitting there one weekend and I thought, well, why don't I apply the principles of energy to business? And once I started doing that, I started realizing that everything just started to fall into place. 
And when I started proposing um, different um, energy ideas to my clients, they were going, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. So it was from that energy understanding that I came up with this energy model, which is, it isn't just a marketing model, it's also an entire business model. And it basically is this, um, it has the same principle as um, energy therapy, really. It's based on the belief that your business isn't just a physical entity, um, it's also an energetic entity. And it's the collective energy of everyone who works with you in your business that determines your reputation in the marketplace and your reputation is your brand. Mm -hmm. So your business energy is your brand energy and your collective energy also determines your product because it's not just what you sell, it's also how you sell it that that makes all the difference. Mm -hmm. Um, So your product isn't just a physical thing, it's also an emotional energetic thing um, that is delivered by your team. So I thought, well, if you could understand the unique collective energy of everyone who worked with you, if you could understand what that energy was for your business, um, and then you can effectively activate that, you can effectively live that, manage that, and express that. So everything you do is an expression of who you are, but also by understanding who you are, you're better able to manage um, and direct um, the energy of your business and make sure that it's aligned and focused um, so you can actually, you have better control of all the subjective aspects of your business that um, trips, you know, can trip people up, like the attitudes and behaviours of staff and why it's important to be a certain way. And um, Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And what I really like about it is, is a couple of things. One, it, it automatically sort of says how are you going to make decisions and if you're going to make them, make them purposefully around what you, you know, stand for, what your energy is, which is what I really like. But the other bit of it is that it's it's so much about the how, you know, that it, yeah. that you're actually controlling that. And, and I think that today it is much more about the how because, you know, let's face it, we can go anywhere and almost get the same service on face value. It's only once you've experienced that that you can see the difference and so that how in terms of how you articulate that is really becoming more and more important which is why I sort of resonated with your you know with your vision and the purpose and the values that sort of to me was the how you make decisions about your business. Yes exactly it's it's understanding who you are as a business so you can make authentic and credible connections with not just your customers, but all of your stakeholders, everyone who touches your business. Um, when I present, I make the point that successful business is based on successful relationships. Um, so the sustainability and health of your business is is really um, a reflection of how um, healthy your relationships are with one who supplies your business, buys from you, your team members, the whole bit. So, and so it's also really important to understand who you are as a business and how you do things to actually play in the social marketing, you know, the social media um, space because a lot of, you know, customers and even employees, are, you know, everyone is looking for which businesses that they can align themselves with. They're looking for more now than just the products. They want to know... You know, if that has that business got integrity, you know, do they look after their staff? 
are they operating in a in a sustainable way environmentally? Are they good to their community? There's a range of other factors that um, you know society is looking for in business. Um, and with social media, that is bringing it's, it's making it necessary for businesses to actually understand who they are. And um, you know, if you're going to be on Facebook, you know, what is your brand personality? What kind of argue would you go to? What sort of events do you run as a business? Mm. So it's actually enforcing businesses to understand their depth of character. Mm. Um, you know, traditional marketing used to be, well, I'm a business, I sell this product and I'm going to make a direct linear link to my customer and, and you know, um, you know that's the only connection I need to make. Mm. So, you know, businesses have been able to get away with just being a very surface um, business front and not have any personality, you know, behind them or any values behind them. But today with social media and people wanting to know who they're dealing with and how those businesses actually operate. Um, businesses have to get to know themselves on an intimate level. But by doing that as well, it also promotes, it also helps their sustainability as a business because they become conscious of who they are. It's important for businesses to really understand who they, who they are because um, our whole society is more aware of who they're dealing with and why they're dealing with. Um, with and, and they're looking for more. They're looking for more than just the basic functional product. They're wanting. Um, they're wanting to make a connection. They're wanting an emotional benefit from 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 the business and through their interaction with that particular product or company. So um, I have a question. I come. I, you know. I think I'm totally in alignment with you in terms of the the how and the who becoming more important. So when you're sitting down with a new client and they're going through this process, what I'm finding when I'm doing sort of a branding exercise is they often have trouble trying to articulate it. And I think, uh, particularly when you when you talk about you know your purpose, your vision, and then the values that they hold, um, yes, are you finding that because I'm finding that they finding that quite a difficult exercise, and sometimes it's almost how well they know themselves. It's, it's, it's a confronting sometimes conversation to have. Yeah, it is. Um, yes, and yeah, because this is about understanding who they are as a business and it's not just about the owner. It's about, every, it's about the collective energy of everyone who works with that business. Yes. So we've been, you know, traditionally we've been tra trained to, you know, come up with snappy answers and yes. this um, process that I've developed is actually a process that does take time for people for it to emerge out of a business um, and for that business, for that collective group to actually feel comfortable and make sure, yes, well, yeah, this really resonates with me and I've had some time to think about it and this is really the way to go forward. Um, but to let you in on a little secret, um, the model, I don't actually facilitate with clients um, in the, the same, in the same order as I've got it in the book because I think to start off with your global vision is that's the biggest question of all mm -hmm. you know if your if your business is to be used for a vehicle for good what do you want that to be I mean some people know that off the top of their head but I think that's probably one of the most critical questions for any business mm -hmm. um, so I, I start when I facilitate this model with, with businesses I start with their brand personality and um, you know, start 
start with the fun stuff that's easy to talk about. Um, you know, if your business was a person, what car would they drive? What restaurants would they go to and why? Um, what what um, movies would they go to see? What websites or um, um, magazines would they read or books would they read? And then looking at those answers and then saying, well, what does that say about us? So if they were to go to, you know, a lovely, homely Italian restaurant, for example, that might suggest that they're family orientated, that they, you know, they like, um, you know, they like that family atmosphere and coming together. They like wholesome, down-to-earth food, not too fancy. Do you know what I mean? So their answers actually start painting a picture of who they are as individuals and what they feel comfortable with and where they're at. And then from that, from that huge brainstorming about their brand personality, what comes out of that is some key attributes about who they are. Um, So what can condense out of those personality attributes are actually their values. Mm. So if they're very family orientated, you know, family might be one of their what uh, might be one of their values, you know, or if they like high end, you know, five star restaurants, they just really might like that might say quality or success or um, do you know what I mean? So yeah. from the personality story, you can condense that down to a value story as well. Um, and then from there, it's about looking at what those values mean. And then you start getting into, okay, well, then that helps you with your purpose, how you're wanting your customers to really feel um, and your other stakeholders how, you, uh, stakeholders, how you're wanting them to feel when they um, associate with you. Um, and then that, all of that can round up to a big global vision. Mm. So that that's the actual way that I facilitate it. Um, yeah. So it's not in the same, um, not in the same, same order process. as it is in the book. Yeah. yeah. And how important is um, is employees in, in this, or or is it just that the you know the manager of the business you know needs to needs to do it independently of that of their staff? Sorry, how important is it to to involve employees in the discussion around values and and actually forming it, or is that sort of done afterwards? No, definitely not. No, it needs to be done with the whole team, and that's the thing about this model. Um, I mean, if you're a small business and you're just starting off with you know yourself and a partner or um, and the business is basically you. It will carry the personality attributes of you, traits of you, and your values. Mm-hmm. Um, so if your business is really small, that's fine. Start off with just the two of you, and, or one of you. And I mean, there's only me, myself, and I in my business. And I've done this for my business. Um, you know, um, start off with that, and then when you're employing people and bringing people on board, or looking at um, what kind of customers you're wanting it's a matter of finding that alignment with actually who you are as, as an organisation. But if you're a bigger organisation, it's really vital to understand that the manager isn't the business. Mm. Everyone who... And the manager doesn't determine the product. Mm. So if you've got a control-freaky manager um, who thinks is them or a CEO thinks the business is them... They're they're wrong. <laughs> they 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 might be the guardian of the business, um, but they're not the business. Um, the business energy actually comes from everyone. You know, 
everyone who works in the in the business. So if your business is massive, you'd get a you'd get a representation of that group, and you'd work with a collection of people. Um, you know, you might not work with everyone, but you might involve everyone with questionnaires and different ways that you actually start activating the the, the brand energy elements in your business. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, I work with small to medium sized businesses because I think this works with businesses that um, basically you need your own Richard Branson. Mm. So you need someone who's willing to empower the whole team. Um, and it, this this kind of process will not work if it just comes from sideways from the marketing department. It actually has to come from the top down. It actually has to be the philosophy of the whole business for it to work. Mm. It's not a tack on. It is actually this is our business. This is who we are. This is how we operate in every scenario. Um, we are we are you know whether we're selling whether we're dealing with suppliers, whether we're talking to our cleaners, uh, whether we're talking, you know, whether we're doing shareholder uh, meetings, whatever. These are our values. This is our our personality. It's our business. This is how we operate and staying strong, aligned and focused to that. Um, And and if you you determine who you are with every, you know, with a good... good, representation of your business that's from all levels of your business or or you know more or your whole team if you if you can um, then you're getting then then your who you are if you are can be lived by everyone in your in your organization but more importantly everyone in your organization can mentor and coach each other to stay in alignment with the brand energy elements so um, everyone, everyone, and everyone. The, the fact about this is, everyone can express the same values. Um, but when everyone's empowered to do that, they they express the same values, but they express that those values in their individual way. Mm. So every time they're expressed um, or activated, they come across with integrity and credibility. You know, it's not a it's not a template system of how to behave. Yeah. It's more like a guiding um these are the guides and you in and you put your own personality into those guides and you interpret them using your individual skills. So it actually empowers it actually gives empowerment to everyone who works with you to understand how they can go above and and beyond in a positive focused way that's going to be really aligned and really powerful for the business. Um, so it really empowers them to make the greatest impact they can make with their own personality and with their unique individual skills. Say so that um, obviously if you're doing this first, um, then that could then um, inform the physical characters of your brand in terms of the look and feel once you've got this bedded down. And I'm just wondering Absolutely. that this would be the way to go. You, you do this first and then create you know, the logo and the look and feel and, and et cetera? Uh, absolutely, yes. If you can do it first, then that's fantastic. Then that's brilliant. But I also look at this process as self-development for a business. So no matter what stage you're in in business, this process is, is a self-development course for the business just to say, well, 
okay, you know, say if it's an old traditional business, it might have taken on quite a bit of baggage from the old, you know, from the older founders that might not serve the business anymore. Mm-hmm. So going through this process just looks at, well, you know, this is where we've come from, but who are we today? Um, who are we as a unique collective group of individuals? What are our values? How do we want our customers and all of our stakeholders to feel? And why are we really in business? You know, what is our our global vision? What is our higher purpose for why we're in business? How do we want to contribute um, as a business? So, um because I, you know, I look at names and names, names are names. Um, you know, business names are business names and product names are product names. It's the reputation you give that name that makes all the difference. Mm. You know, you might be called Keith, Trevor, you know, Bob, but, you know, Bob really becomes Bob when we understand what sort of personality Bob does, you know, how Bob might blaze a trail, you know, helping some amazing way in in the global community. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So um, a name is a name, but it's actually the reputation that goes with that that has the power. Um, But yes, if you understand what that is and you have the opportunity to tweak your logo to better represent that, um, then yes. And, and and but also you become really clear in your messages, um, in, not just to your customers, but to your to um, all of your stakeholders um, and your local community and the global community. Well, I just want to thank you, Kath. It's um, been really interesting, and I'll put a link to your blog and your book, Creating Brand Energy, um, so that people can chase this up afterwards. Appreciate your time. Hey, thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to this podcast. For more great marketing tips, go to Dan's blog at www.daniellemcginnis.com and sign up for her marketing tips or visit her website at www.mcginnismarketing.com.au. Catch you next time. Thank you.